Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do, and you feel inspired, and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there, how to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams, how to build beautiful relationships with people around you, how to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut, how to shift through fears and let things be easy, and many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome to the Joyce to Be podcast. How have you been? I hope you're doing great. Did you set up a Christmas tree already? I did. Yay! Well, I mean, I have a tiny one. It's like, I don't know, 70 centimeters long. And I'm excited. I'm always excited about Christmas and New Year's. And then it's going to be my birthday. And I'm so happy about this. Also... I said on my previous episode that I'm going to try to record one episode a week and it didn't work, obviously. So now two weeks later, I'm here with some awesome things to share. Actually, well, I I definitely will have awesome things to share. It's just that now I can think of only one out of three things that I learned that I want to share with you, but we'll see. I, I for sure, 100% have more amazing things to share. It's just that I don't think in advance about this anymore. I just start recording and I believe strongly that the things I will share will be precious because I learn precious things almost daily. And this is what I love about what I do honestly. It's just that the things that I work with, the things I share, the things I share in my content and the topics I discuss with my clients are all so amazing and I'm so obsessed about all of this. That it doesn't even feel like work. It doesn't even feel that I have to listen to something or study something or learn about something. It's just what I do. And yeah, it's amazing. It makes me feel amazing. Amazing. So uh, let's start with what I wanted to share with you. First of all, on my previous episode, I said that I'm going to listen to, like that I'm going to record my point B of like my dream of what I want to be and who I want to be as an affirmation. And I'm going to listen to it daily. I didn't do it every day because I came up with a more powerful thing to do every day, which I'm going to share. And I listened to, like I recorded that and I listened to those affirmations. And maybe like once in a couple of days when I feel inspired, but 
uh, I do this visualization every day, which makes like it's powerful energetically because it make it moves me. It makes me feel so incredible. And uh, I this is not actually the first thing that I wanted to share with you, but now I don't remember what was the first thing. So I guess I will start with that. So what I do. No, I feel like I should start from the very beginning, which is not even that that practice, <laughs> that visualization. Um, a few years ago, even before I started doing this inner work and practices and, you know, healing my triggers and stuff like that, I was listening to one Russian podcast of a woman... Uh, I'm not even sure if she's a coach or not, but she has been teaching about all the stuff that I'm teaching now. I don't even remember, like it was 2013, I think. Uh, and I was listening to her podcast. I was just very new with all this law of attraction and the power of thinking, the power of concentration stuff. And she said something and it inspired me to do this visualization about my skin because I had skin problems. I had terrible skin problems. My skin was covered in acne and yeah, it was terrible. And it was like, it started when I was like 13, maybe or 11, not sure, maybe 13. And it never ended. And, you know, people were saying all kinds of stuff. Like when you grow up, it's going to heal. And or when you start having sex, which is so illogical. Like, why do people say that? It's ridiculous. And all the stuff. And I did everything <laughs> they said. And it didn't heal anything. Well, I mean, I didn't do everything they said. They were saying about some very stupid shit. But anyway... And so I was listening to that podcast and it inspired me to try this visualization because, well, now I think that maybe she said something about how we need to first see it in our vision and then it will manifest. Like, it would make sense if I heard something like that because the visualization that I did was... Uh, every time I took sh a shower, I was sitting in my bathtub and I imagined, like I was actually, like it wasn't just in my head. I was using my fingers, like I would pretend that I am peeling off a top layer, top layer, a top layer, a top layer of my skin and uh, this acne and all the scarring would be on that layer that I'm peeling off. And the idea was to see clear skin underneath that. And this is what uh, I would spend a lot of time doing because like I couldn't, well, I mean, not a lot of time. The whole visualization would be like 15 minutes, maybe uh, total. The main idea was to imagine my skin clear and like perfect and I would do this with my forehead. And if it didn't work the first time, I would try it again and again until I see clear skin in my mind on my forehead. And then I would switch to temples and then I would do cheeks and then I would do my nose and then my chin and then my neck. And uh, after that, I would pour shower like on my face, pour water on my face. 
and I would imagine like all the acne just, you know, washing off. And again, the main idea was to see my skin clear. And if I had difficulties with imagining some parts, like the most uh, problematic parts of my skin clear, I would get out of shower and then I would Google uh, how clear skin looks like and then I would like look at exactly those parts that I had problems with imagining being healthy. I would look at them, I would remember how they look and then I would imagine like it like that, this face like that, this area like that, healthy like that on my face. And uh, it helped me to clear my skin in I think less than a month, maybe a month, but nothing else helped. It was for years like that. My skin was bad for years. And then it took me one month of daily visualizing and my skin healed and like only scars left, a little bit of scarring. I mean, like to me, it's a little bit of scarring, <laughs> but anyway, no acne. And it was like that for for like in 2013 I was what 23 so yeah for 10 years I had acne and then after visualizing it for one month maybe a little over a month I'm not sure but not a lot a lot of time it healed and my acne came back only like maybe three to four years later because I started using hormonal contraception, oral contraception. And then I stopped using it and I freaked out because I knew that it does something to my skin and I was worried that my acne will come back and then it came back. And now my skin is not that bad. It was never that bad ever since. But lately I wasn't very satisfied with my skin and so I decided to do this visualization again. And so I started doing this visualization for 15 minutes before going to bed. And after that, I thought like, since I'm sitting here visualizing, why don't I, after 15 minutes of visualizing my skin healthy, uh, why don't I set another 15 minutes on my timer and visualize me receiving like a lot of money or me... Uh, achieving my dream, me being like an amazing coach and making the impact, the kind of impact that I want to make. And so this is what I was doing for the past two weeks, maybe like a week and a half. This is what I've been doing every evening before going to bed. I sit on my bed and for 15 minutes, I visualize my skin getting very, very, very clear and healthy. And then for 15 more minutes, I imagine receiving money or receiving like feedback from my clients whom I help to change their life or something like that. And what I want to say to you, like, I guess the first thing that I wanted to share with you is the power of visualization and also the power of making your own visualization in your head because you can find different kinds of visualizations all over the internet. But when it's your visualization, when it resonates with you and it's your example, it just works for you in a magical way. And maybe it will take you some time to come up with the best 
you know, example, the best picture in your head that will work for you. Or maybe it will change. I also noticed when I used to do a lot of like meditation challenges, visualization challenges, when I do the same picture over and over and over again, I get bored and it doesn't move me anymore. And so when I do it just for 15 minutes and it's not guided meditation, it's just something that I come up with to feel the feelings that I want to feel, it changes. Sometimes I imagine the same thing because it moves me and sometimes it's something different. And sometimes, and like, uh, as an example, uh, I started with receiving, like I was thinking about how to come up with this vision of receiving money that would feel real, real to me, you know, realistic. I mean, in a way, well, yeah, realistic. I want to keep this word just because I will get back to it later. Uh, kind of like it felt with my skin, you know, it's not really realistic to peel off a top layer of your skin, but it just felt like, and I also added some action, some hand movement near my face to help myself to imagine that. And when I imagined, uh, you know, pouring water on my face, I also did this with my hand. So it was like active visualization. I was doing things with my hands. And so when I was thinking about money visualization, receiving money visualization, I also wanted to come up with something that felt like this, that that I could add actions to, like some movements to, to help me get into the vibe. And so the first thing I tried is imagining receiving notifications on my phone. And then with my eyes closed, I would you know, pretend that I have a phone in my hand and that I see this notification and I press on it and I unlock my phone and then I open the app and open the transaction history and I see this uh, payment, you know. But and like I felt it and I was like, oh my God, like I feel it. But then the next day it didn't feel real to me like I didn't feel it I could imagine it but I didn't feel it and so I was uh, coming up with new ideas and then I imagined people giving me actual money like paper money because I could uh, pretend like I could do movements with my hand like I I'm touching money and like and it helped me to feel that I received it And then at some point, like I was playing with this visualization for a few days, imagining this or that. And then I came up with this really cool visualization that wasn't real at all. (laughs) Uh, I was just imagining, like it just, the picture that came to me, it just came to me. Um, Because, you know, I guess I at some point let my mind wonder and it came up with this beautiful visualization of me you know like in a classic tarot deck they have aces of pentacles or wands and it's just a picture of a hand like from nowhere like god's hand that appeared from nowhere with this pentacle and just presents it to you And this is what I imagined, like I was just walking on the street and there was this hand of God 
that presented me an envelope with cash inside. And this helped. It was like, oh, now I feel like receiving and I feel like I don't have to do anything or have to deserve it anyhow, you know, in any way. It's just God's present. Money is God's present. And it's not like people who give me money. It's God who gives me money. And that way I can receive. And yes, God does it through people. But it's like, it's not because I need to deserve it or work hard for it. It's because it's God's present. And it somehow just made me feel like so ready to receive. So in a receiving mode. And this visualization helped me, like it worked for me for a few days and then it stopped and I moved on, you know, (laughs) and I uh, began like imagining something new. Like it doesn't have to be the same picture over and over and over again, but when it's picture that works for you, when it's your visualization and you maybe like from time to time transform it, but it still moves you, it still helps you reach the feeling that you're aiming for, it does wonders. It's so amazing, so powerful. We do manifest money like we did for the past, what, two weeks. We've been manifesting random money. It's not like a huge sums yet, yet, but it does work. And it just because the visualizations, they really help get into the feelings that we're aiming for and also my skin got so much better so much smoother and it's just two weeks like it's not I can't say it's not perfect (laughs) why would I say it's not perfect I mean there's still stuff to work on but it got so much better really seriously I'm not kidding so do visualizations imagine things that move you that help you Feel what you want to feel and also add some movement of your body because it also helps. I also sometimes do this visual, not, I mean, it is visualization, but it's like the embodiment practice where I imagine receiving money, for example, let's stay with this example, but I do it for different kinds of visualizations. Like, for example, I imagined receiving the money and seeing it on my um, phone, you know, seeing notification on my phone. And then I imagine how I would feel and I imagine myself dancing and maybe jumping and maybe like doing this silly childish dance. And I actually do it. I get up and do it. And when you move your body, when you help yourself get into this feeling and to make your visualization even clearer, even more real to you with the help of your body, it helps you, really does. So yeah, try that. So this is the idea number one that I wanted to share. The idea number two is from the book Sexy Money that I'm reading now by Genevieve Rackham. And in the first chapter of her book, she talks about our relationship with God. It's an amazing chapter. It's an amazing book. I'm almost halfway through it and I highly recommend it. Um, But what I wanted to talk to you about is that 
she had this idea about our relationship with God and how with her clients she, you know, sooner or later <laughs> always comes, almost always comes to this point where people feel stuck with money because of their relationship with God, which was influenced, you know, by their parents or like somebody else. And the ideas of the scary God who is going to judge you and punish you for having more than you need or like for having enough or for being abundant stops people from receiving and all that. And then she said that we can choose our relationship with God and we can, you know, change it. We can do something beautiful with it. We can decide that our relationship with God gets to be different and gets to be loving, unconditional. And then she said this beautiful idea that stuck with me, that what if God gives us our desires because it's our blueprint? Like, this is how we get to do life. And this is why our desires feel delicious to us, because it's our blueprint, because our desires are given us for a reason, and they're not only good for us, they are also of high service for other people, even though we may not see it yet. And this is the idea that I loved. That first of all, the way I want to do things, the way I see it in my head, is my blueprint. This is why I'm given these desires. This, like, this explains why I see differently, why I have my own vision and... Except for this vision, nothing else actually moves me. Nothing else actually inspires me to act. And only when I tap into this version and this vision in my head of how I want it to be, that way I feel inspired. And that way, when I get rid of all the limitations and all the but, 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 buts and what if and what ifs and all the stuff, only then I feel inspired to do stuff. And actually, like when I think of it, when I did it my way and gave up on the, like I would do something because I had to, and then I would do something for myself because I want to and because it feels good and it doesn't matter the outcome. It just, you know, fills me with energy and inspiration it worked every time. Maybe not every time because I had a bunch of limiting beliefs around some of my desires, which I get to, you know, shift and, and alchemize and, you know. But yeah, a bunch of them worked. So how about looking at our desires as this blueprint of how it should be for us, of how we get to do it, and also... Even though we don't see it at the moment, but our desire is not only good for us, but it also is good for the whole world, even though we don't see it, you know? Do you feel it? Do you feel how this idea sets you free and gives you this permission to do it your way? Isn't it amazing? Journal about it. It's worth, you know, spending time with. This idea is so worth spending time with. It's amazing.
And the third idea that I want to share with you is also about meditation. So I guess today's episode is about visualization, meditation, and practices that help you staying in the alignment with your desires. Um, But this idea is from the High Vibing It podcast, uh, where um, the hosts with their guests were talking about the power of meditation And they put it so beautifully and so simply when they said that the main function of our brain is to think and we can't stop, like we can't stop our mind from thinking for a long period of time. And why would we do that? Because it's like, it's the main purpose of our mind to think, right? But uh, we become stressed and anxious when we try to be with our mind um, and, you know, like observe or take part in this process of thinking 100% of the time. When our mind is the only part of our body that thinks. And if we shift our attention and we look at, for example, like at any other part of our body, we will realize that There is no thinking anywhere else except our mind. There is no thinking in our toes. There is no thinking in our elbows. There is no thinking in our heart, you know. And instead of trying to make our mind shut up, uh, and, you know, which makes a lot of resistance come up because, like, our mind is designed to think and this is what it does all the time and instead of making it stop thinking why don't you instead just shift your attention to any other part of your body and realize that there is silence there and this is what I was trying to do this is what I've been you know testing for the last few days and it works and it works wonders so Like when I notice that I'm too much in my head, I just shift my attention to some part of my body. My go-to place recently is my right elbow. I don't know why, because I guess like my my hands are always busy with something. Either I'm editing something or I'm like doing something around the house. Um, But even if I'm not moving, it's still a cool place to start for me because... I'm like, okay, what is my right elbow is doing? It's like, you know, it became this go-to idea where like the first thing I remember is like, okay, right elbow. And then um, I may, like, I try to pay attention how it feels, what's going on there. Like if I'm doing something, if I'm washing the dishes, for example, like how it moves And then I would shift my attention to my neck and maybe feel the air on my neck, on my skin, or maybe feel how my hair touches my neck. And then I would move to, I don't know, something else. In the podcast, they said, like, shift your attention to your butt and where it's sitting and how it's feeling. Or maybe your feet, if you're moving somewhere, like, pay attention to your body. And that way you actually manage to not pay attention to your thoughts anymore. Like, your thoughts are happening, but they are not your main priority anymore. You just let 
thoughts be and you pay attention to something different to your ears that are just you know listening to something without it meaning anything without making it mean anything they're just translating vibrations into sounds or something like that you know and it's the the aim of every meditation when you don't resist your thoughts when you let them be and you just let them go and you don't you know attach meaning to them and you don't make conclusions and you don't entertain them i mean you don't turn on this analyzing your thoughts mode you know you just observe them and they just like don't really matter because you are busy with being aware of your body and this works beautifully and this is what i wanted to share with you today so yeah It turned out to be a very beautiful episode about practices, about how to, you know, be aligned and reconnect with your desires and with your body. And that's so cool. I'm happy with what we have now. I'm happy with this episode. So, yeah, thank you for listening and have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you next time. Kisses. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.